Welcome back to Gals on Topic, your favorite book club and then some. I'm Sadie. I'm Izzy. And today's topic is A Court of Thorns and Roses. We're saying the whole name this time, I guess. Uh, A Court of Thorns and Roses, chapters 40 to 42. And we're so close to the end. We're so close. What is it? Like this, it's, this is the semifinals. <laughs> Yeah, of this season one. We almost have a full season. It's crazy. How fun. How far we've come. Yeah. I said that last time, too. We said we weren't going to get emotional. (laughs) (laughs) We weren't going to get nostalgic. (laughs) But damn, these chapters were so good. I literally texted Izzy after I read, and I said, are you sure we can't just read the last three and recap them all in this last episode? Do a do a classic little three-hour finale like our Bachelor producers would love to do because I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to stop reading. It was so good. I know. And I when you texted me, I was just reflecting on the task that you've been assigned in this <laughs> podcast dynamic. And I was like, oh, this would be my hell. This would be like a slow form of torture for me. So kudos. You haven't been spoiled at all. I know. I I think um, I said this to you before, but like, we're going to have to think of, I know we work full-time jobs. I know we have other other things in our lives that are important but like we're gonna have to figure out how to record more often because I can't keep having these long gaps especially when you've like time and time again told me how good the second two is is. like I just can't like I physically was honestly feeling slightly a slight hint of anger after (laughs) these last three chapters where I was like this is bullshit I want to read it (laughs) And I like what you said. I think it was a few episodes ago. You're like, I'm the only person who has ever read this book who's had to stop this much. Yes. Everyone else just gets to power through. Yeah. I'm the only one suffering. (laughs) But you're suffering for our listeners and they so appreciate it. It's true. It's like, it's a love-hate relationship, truly. But I want to get into it. But first, I need to catch up with Izzy because this is the first weekend in a while that we haven't hung out. I know. I know. Um, my weekend, I feel like I did a lot. So I played in a volleyball tournament on Friday, which was fun. And then Did you s- win? We got second. Uh, there was this team second that was in so... trivia, second in volleyball. <laughs> Just a runner-up. <laughs> Everything. Um I won't get, I won't talk about too much about that actually, but um because I want to get tell the story from what happened to me yesterday. So, I guess life update for all of the listeners is oh that I'm God. I'm moving to Chicago. I literally I remember when you guys told me a few few episodes ago. I thought about bringing it up, but it was like it's too fresh. It's too fresh. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. Don't fear the podcast will will of course live on. Of course, she's required to come back. Once a month for her real job. Mm-hmm. And Sadie's required to come once a month to Chicago just for, for me. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll be recording virtually. But I was going up there yesterday with my boyfriend to apartment hunt. And I was really, I was excited to go. But also I've had a really busy week at work last week. I have a really busy week at work this week. It was very inconvenient to go and do this. But I really wanted to see the apartment in person. And we had one that we were really interested about. We had set up three tours. 
And I just was like, I'm going to regret if I sign a lease and then have to wait till July and I haven't seen the place still. Yeah. And planning furniture and stuff. I just I want to get a feel for the neighborhood, all that stuff. So we get up at the crack of dawn because our first tour is at noon. It's a three hour drive. And uh, just in case there's traffic or whatever, we got up early to go get there by noon. We get to the first place and it's the first place you is the, the first place the one you really liked. No, it was just this other one that was in the same neighborhood and like price point wise made sense. And we got to the first one. We're standing outside the gate. It's pouring rain. And I'm like, where's the real estate agent? That's supposed to be meeting us. And Connor's like, oh, I'll message him. Looks at his phone. Scheduled it for the wrong date. <gasps> so right off, the, right off the bat, I was like, okay. So we got up for nothing. Like I like could have you know worked out, could have done my podcast readings, like could have been productive. But instead, that's okay. But that's okay. It wasn't the one I was interested in. We showed up and there was this like weird alley you had to walk through to even get to it. And I was like, that's going to be a no. So, so the real estate agent scheduled that tour for the wrong day. So Connor had messaged him about coming yesterday and he thought the guy was like, yeah, sure. That works. But that he had actually sent like, oh, actually I'm, I can schedule it for whatever, four, five, six. Oh, okay. But he sent all his information as well. So Connor didn't read the, all of it. Gotcha. He just saw that. Yeah, that works. Whatever. Gotcha. So I was like, okay. So we go back to Connor's parents' house. They live downtown. We just dropped our stuff off with them, hang out for about an hour. And then we were like, you know what? It's okay because we're so excited to see this next place. It was a bummer, but we're just so excited. We're in the car with his mom. We drive to the next apartment, the one we've already applied for, and like feel like that's the one we're going to end up with. We get to the apartment. Um, I look at my phone. I have an email from the agent. And it says, I'm so sorry. The people who currently live there said they changed their minds. They're not, one of them isn't feeling well and you can no longer see the apartment. <gasps> yeah. And they had confirmed as of 1030 that day. And this was 145. So it was about three hours. Oh my God. This screams, they actually went to brunch and don't want to come home. <laughs> right? No. Yeah. Like, right? Because what could have changed in like two hours? And they were like, you can come back tomorrow. But I was like, I have things to do. I'm yeah. not going to hang around. They were like, tomorrow at 6 p.m. would work. I'm like, how do you know, one, you're going to feel better by then? We're not going to hang around all day just for you Til to cancel again. I have to drive home. Yeah. 6 p.m.? 6 p.m. That's and like over 24 hours. Yeah. So I told, I called our, the agent. She was so nice. But I told her, I was like, can you tell them we're coming from out of town? Like, we'll wear masks. We'll literally just peek in. We just want to see the building. If we can just see the, the living room and the kitchen. Like, we don't They're even have to go. They're a thousand percent at brunch and don't want to come home. Right. Like, we don't even have to go in the bedroom that they're in. Like, we, won't, we don't need to poke around. I just want to, if we can just get a feel for the place, that would be helpful enough. Yeah. They said absolutely not. What the fuck? So, I was enraged. I was like, I can't picture, like, the, the level of inconsideration that you have to have to know people are driving six hours total to come see just this place they've applied for it they're coming from out of state and then you just change your mind in with literally five minutes notice that's absolutely insane yeah they were and they didn't they weren't flexible they weren't flexible they said no absolutely not and i said we can come back later today we you know we'll be around no what the fuck? No. And they didn't 
extend any sort of like apology or anything. Just no. Did you? We were outside the do- We were outside the building. What? Isn't that insane? Insane. Did you get to go this morning? No. So you still haven't seen it. I the still apartment? have not seen it. So this is what happened. So it ends up. Oh. So this is what happened. So we went to see the. We had a third one scheduled. We went to see that one. That one was horrible. It was like these weird gamer guys in this like basement and i walked in and was like oh no <laughs> there was no light they had all these like weird neon things uh, it was just oh God. it was not not my vibe the, but was the neighborhood for the other one at least decent and it was stuff beautiful like we talked to someone on the street it's right by the park you can like get to the lake really fast but still there's a whole street nearby with like all these restaurants and shops but it still feels more neighborhoody where the building actually is um the real estate agent, she was, I mean, she felt horrible and obviously it wasn't her fault, but she said, I, I went in last week and took a video, like a walking tour of the place. Oh, that's nice. So she sent that to us and that looked really good. And then Connor's mom, who lives in Chicago, based on the video, like, I love it. Yeah. Connor's mom is going now tonight. At the 6 p.m. At time. the 6 p.m. And she's just going to make sure she's a real estate agent. So she's just, she's just going to make sure like everything checks, checks out. Yeah. There's no red flags. Yeah. And then it, sh- it still should be fine. It just was, it was the principle yeah. of these people. Like you basically drove all the way there to see a shitty ass apartment. Yeah. Yeah. And it, again, it ended up, I ended up having a great night because Connor's parents took us to this like delightful restaurant. It was Ooh. on the um, street with all like the designer stores. It was like above the Christian uh, Louboutin oh, store. Oh, the uh, Magnificent Mile. Um, I don't know if it was Mag Mile. It was like with, I, I don't know where we were, but with like a bunch of designer shops, like nice restaurants. Ooh. We had this like, we had this like three hour dinner. Lovely. It was great. So worth uh, it. So that, that part was nice. I was in good spirits by then. Um, but I still can't get over that. Those people. Oh, but what I was going to say and how this was all wraps together is in the, in the walking tour of the video. She's in the bedroom. There's a bookshelf. And on the bookshelf, right front and center, a quarter of Thorns and Roses. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can, pro- you can propose a truth with them yeah. by saying, if you listen to Gals on Topic, yeah. all is forgiven. I was like, darn, it's a mutual ground. <laughs> we have similar interests. No. Oh, no. Wait, that's so funny because the books are like colorful. So you could just yep. see them. I could so just see clear. that red book. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Maybe she is listening. It's possible. Well, if you're listening, that sucked. <laughs> and I know you were at brunch. I know you felt I, okay. They were for sure at brunch. Honestly, the fact that Agatar was sitting on their bookshelf just continued that they were at brunch right like if they confirmed at 10 30 they would have had to what get immediate food poisoning be throwing up all over the apartment to not let us peek our heads in yeah yeah they were a thousand percent at brunch so that's when texas sadie and i was like i have a rant for the podcast i won't tell you what happened but the topic is inconsiderate people That so, is yeah. so funny. So, well, at least you do have Connor's mom there who she can peek in and you have a solid video of the apartment and yeah. you can still feel good about signing a lease there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad I got to see the neighborhood. So overall, it wasn't a waste, but yeah. it was just. Yeah. Because I feel like with Chicago apartments, like 
not obviously the inside of the apartment is important but like when you're looking at an ad same with like a house you're really only seeing the pictures of the inside so you can like yeah. get a little comfy there but like you don't know like the first one it was like in an alley you had to go through to get to it. right like exactly. absolutely not absolutely exactly. not you got to make sure you're safe so it took me about an hour but i was able to be like okay no i'm still glad i saw the building and the video looks great so it's fine the only thing that still is making me so mad is those just the principle it's the principle anyway, absolutely i'll stop yelling about it i will how was your weekend sadie <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh a little less eventful a little more low-key I just relaxed this weekend honestly this is like the second week in a row that has been pretty chill so I think I'm gonna be ready and primed to rage next weekend I was gonna say you have a big weekend next weekend so you, I can't no free ads one of our favorite local bands <laughs> I almost said their name <laughs> No free ads. I don't want to give yeah. them the satisfaction. I I don't either. They can they can contact our people and then we'll give them. We a have shot. a we have a long standing relationship with this band mm-hmm. um, that crosses. I don't know. We'll we'll one day we'll recap everything that's happened with them. But we love this local band as a band mm-hmm. to go and watch, and they just bring great vibes. And truly, when they come and sing at this outdoor venue, it's like the mark of the start of summer yep and they their first outing is next friday and i next friday you you have taylor swift oh my god (laughs) i was gonna say that's in two weeks i'm thinking of two (laughs) weeks ahead oh my god okay i have a two big weekends yeah okay well i'm glad i've i'm especially glad i've rested yeah exactly two weeks yeah i don't plan to rage at taylor swift though yeah but you still you have the drive down there yeah it's still like a big got stuff going on weekend right but it will um, be just exhausting oh my god i can't yeah. believe i just wasted time talking about this local band when i'm going to I was taylor gonna, swift. i should have interrupted you i was like are you, is she talking about you know we've seen stuff even after taylor like i was <laughs> Oh my god, there's something wrong with me. Whoa, 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 whoa. But anyway, Taylor Swift. So big weekend's coming up. So I've chilled again this weekend. Uh, John and I binged all of the third season of Outer Banks. Was it good? I never even heard much about it. It was good. I think it's definitely better than the second season. Um, I still think first season is ranked one. Yeah. Then third season, then the last. It was very good. And I feel like I followed it. Like the second season, I was kind of confused. Yeah. Um, but this one, we also like took our time and like paused it and like we're like, okay, did you get that? What was that? You know, like really tried to absorb. So it was great. And then we also on Saturday, we rented bikes and um, biked. Like, we have this trail that runs by our apartment building, and we biked through there to, like, another neighborhood about, like, six miles away, and we had lunch on the river there. Sounds so nice. It was so lovely, and then we biked back, and honestly, on our way, we saw, like, a couple places that we want to go check out in the future, like... There was this, I think it was a brewery, but they had like a food truck festival the fourth Saturday of every month. And so oh, it was going on. And so I, fun. Yeah. And we and it's literally like a mile and a half north. We just never go that direction because we always go south for downtown. Yeah. And and yeah, so it was like cool to see everything um, through there. And of course, now John wants to get a bike. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, it was a great weekend. Glad I rest. I'm glad we did something, but also glad we rested because two big weekends coming up, T-Swift and then the the marker of summer starting. Yes. And I couldn't be more ready. Ugh. Me. me um, but that sounds lovely. I want to, before I move, bike that trail and do that. I'll and do, do a broader it pool. You. It's actually been, it's been on my radar. I just never have done it. Yeah. So now I'm going to do it. Yeah, you totally should. I'll do it with you. I'm glad you had a great time. Yeah, it's so lovely. lovely. Okay, I'm still just like so shook that I just jumped over Taylor Swift, but we'll recover. <laughs> we'll recover. <laughs> okay. That is actually really funny. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's get to the chapter. Let's get to the good stuff. Okay. Yeah. So, as Sadie said, we're covering chapters 40 through 42 today. Whew. And we left off with Feyre in the throne room post-Resand killing that Fae from the summer court. And then her being drugged again at one of Amaretha's party parties the night before her second task. So we open chapter 40 with her second task arriving. Some action right, right off away. the bat. So she's in a cavern before Amarantha, Tamlin, and the Adder. And Amarantha welcomes her, very smug, asks her if she's solved the riddle yet. Vera has not, so she doesn't respond. Amarantha says, too bad, but I'm feeling generous tonight. How about a little practice? And then she says, begin. And the floor beneath Vera starts to sink, lowering her into a large rectangular pit. So she looks around. She's trying to get her bearings as to where she is. And she turns to see that one of the walls isn't a wall at all. It's actually an iron grate splitting the chamber in two. And Lucian has been chained to the center of the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I, they just keep trying to take him from me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I mean, I do know why. That's the only, like, tool that they can use against Feyre that's not Tamlin. Because she's right. not going to kill Tamlin. She wants him. Exactly. Um, but again... If Lucian dies, this podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor Lucian. He's getting in so much trouble for caring about Feyre, for being one of the two fairies that she cares about. Yeah. Um, he's just really doing Tamlin's dirty work, really. Truly, truly. I feel bad. So F- Amarantha calls to Feyre from above and tells her that Feyre just needs to answer the question before her by selecting the correct lover so there's like a wall there's a riddle on the wall and then there's three lovers if she selects the correct lover she wins and the riddle they kind of like don't make it very clear because because nobody reads the riddle to her Mm -hmm. and Feyre can't read the riddle but I'm assuming if you read the riddle and you understand the riddle it will tell you which lever to pull Right. Right. And so, but the problem... Right. So, actually, this uh, this doesn't sound like that bad of a task. Like, it's one out of, you know, 33% chance you get it right. And... But... There's only three options. So, this could be manageable if 
Feyre could read. <laughs> it's literally the worst possible task that she could be given. It's Fight a giant worm with thousands of teeth? No right. problem. <laughs> a riddle? Oh, God. Right, right. This is so unfortunate because, as we saw in the last task, anything physical, she will dominate. She has great yeah. survival instincts. Yeah. You know, she has a lot of skills that help in those circumstances that are top tier. But this is her Achilles heel. And sadly, it's um, reading. Yes. Yeah. And and so it's not like she can just sit there and ponder the riddle. Right. And try to sound it out and take her time. Mm-hmm. Because the roof, right, is closing in on her and has like hot spikes. Yes. So Amarantha snaps her fingers and the greats start moving down towards Lucian. And great start moving, like what she thought was chandeliers is now moving down towards her and it's hot spikes. So they'd both get crushed. They'd both get crushed. Lucian a little bit first. So she'd have to see him oh. get crushed and stabbed to death and then she'll get squashed. Okay. I, I missed that. I missed that. But that makes more sense. Yeah. So it's like you have two time clocks, really. Yeah. Yeah. So Feyre's like, ah, turns to the wall that has the riddle on it. But alas cannot read it again she had so much time in the spring court to learn how to read and said she painted <laughs> pictures she was, every day or when she was home like uh. yeah no yeah. i was my i love that like lucian i'm sure knows because tamlin just told him everything about their relationship knows she can't read and he's like damn it just pick one yep <laughs> just pick a lover yeah luckily Amarantha, even though she chose this task, doesn't seem to know that Feyre can't read because yeah. she, of course, would have mocked her for it. For sure. But then I, I do wonder what this riddle could be that's so difficult because it seems almost like a a given task, an, an easy task, given the first one. Yeah, I I think that what really is the challenge is the time. Right. Because that, I mean, this challenge was only like two, three pages. Right. Yeah. It was From the fast. moment she walked into the challenge being over, it was like, yeah, two pages. Because I think it was just happening so fast. Like they were moving yeah. down so quick. You had to be like extremely witty to read it, comprehend it, and know what lever to pull. Yeah. And she's trying to prove that humans are dumb. Dumb. Yeah. 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 So. Lucian's squirming, Feyre's big panicking. Lucian yells for her to answer it, and his brothers are watching above laughing. Hate them. Feyre keeps trying to read it, but she can't. And Lucian, at this point, yeah, is just yelling at her, just pick one. Just pick one. She has a 33% chance of getting it right. So just pick one. So Feyre goes, well, two sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) And she reaches out. To pull number two, but she feels blinding pain go through her tattooed hand as she's reaching for it. And she opens her hand and she sees the eye n- narrow at her. Yeah, like squint, like squinting kind of like, yeah, hmm. yeah, like <laughs> no. So she reaches for two again, but pain. So, OK, she tries the first level lever pain. Last option. She reaches for the third lever. No pain. So the grate is now four feet from her head. She looks up and she can see Resand standing above. She knows he's the one kind of controlling her, but his face just shows nothing. So she's thinking, well, I guess I have no choice but to trust him. 
pulls the third lever, and the sound of metal stops. So she wins. Yeah. Her and Lucian are safe. And that's the whole second task. Yeah. I <laughs> I wrote, okay, so maybe we like the tattoo <laughs> after my whole rant. But dear God, the woman just needs to learn to read. I know. Because she, this one, even though she won, we'll obviously we'll, we'll recap this further, but like this one hurt her the most because she was like, I I would have failed. I am weak. Damn right. human. Right. So if she had just learned, just learned a little how to read. Yeah. Yeah. To your point, she's alive, but she doesn't feel like she won. Yeah. This time. Yeah. She's she literally thinks, I couldn't read and it almost killed me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even like she guessed. She guessed wrong. She guessed wrong. She was going to pull two. Resand did this entire task for her. Yeah. So she's feeling super defeated because she couldn't get past this task. So how is she going to do another task and win? Yeah. Um, and she's about to have a breakdown right there. But she hears Resand's voice in her head. And he says to her, don't let her see you cry. Put your hands at your side and stand up. Don't give her the satisfaction of seeing you break. So Feyre does and looks Amarantha straight in the eye. And Reese says, good, stare her down. No tears. Wait until you're back in your cell. Count to ten. Don't look at Tamlin. Just stare at her. And Feyre obeys. She obeys all of this. It's the only thing keeping her from not breaking down is hearing just the directions. So she's like, okay. She stands there. Reese says, good girl. Now walk away. Turn on your heel and walk to the door. Keep your chin high. And Farrah listens to him. And she walks back to her cell. And that's when she falls to the floor and starts weeping. And that lasts for hours. I, I Reese is really walking on some thin glass here. Like, that's all I could think. I know that he's going to make sure she wins these tasks because he wants, and we kind of learn more of his why later, but, like, he, at this point, I was thinking he wants her to be able to hold up her end of the deal, come mm-hmm. live with him a week, a month, or whatever. And obviously he wants her to win, which we already, like, speculated because to do with something with overthrowing her, right? So... We know that he's going to make sure she beats these tasks. Um, but I still, at this point, did not understand how he would be free if she does. Um, and then I, but I'm also like, he's walking on such thin ice that I feel like there's going to be a point where Amarantha is on to him. Right, because Feyre's you know, reaching for a lever, then looking like probably her hand spasming and she's pulling back. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. her tattooed hand. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the chapters, it says she's like, she reaches for two and stops. Then reaches for two again and stops. And then reaches yeah. for one and stops. And then, and she like kind of does it a few times to like confirm her choice. Yeah. And I guess you could think that's like her just like second guessing and being scared, but like 
sketch. And knowing that her and Rhysand spend every night together. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't take much to come to that conclusion. Right. And she knows that he can like it in people's minds yeah. and stuff. She just so, thinks he he is hates humans as much as she does. Yeah. That he wouldn't Yeah. And he does a good job of showing that he's loyal to her. Yeah, and he, you know, he obviously try like that's why he's making her get drunk and uses her as kind of a plaything i feel like to kind of just keep the facade up Mm -hmm. but she's gonna catch on she's gonna get suspicious and i have a feeling that she's gonna take his powers the rest because you know how she like gave some of his back she did that right i think she Everyone has stripped down powers. It's just that he is so strong. He can still do this mental stuff. Okay. So then maybe this won't happen. But I was, I was like, maybe she's going to take like all of his powers or like what's left before the third task to Mm -hmm. make sure there's no intervening. Yeah. Or maybe it's like, she's not letting anyone there for the third task or something. Yeah. Like, I just feel like she's going to catch on and Pharaoh's either going to have to do the task and complete it on her own or I think I still think she's probably going to solve the riddle. We'll see. But yeah, anyway. We'll see. But yeah, Feyre is really in a bad place after Resand basically cheated. No, it did cheat for her. And it's like it's finally hitting her, everything she's been through. I think the first task she was so injured after and was just focused on surviving. But now... She's she knows she she should be dead right now and would have been if not for Reese. And so she's also really sad to a certain extent because she's thinking about how happy she has had been up until, bef- you know, in the spring court and how thought out she was and how she was exposed. To, you know, there's a better world out there. Yeah. And and how her only desire in life was just like a simple one. Yeah. And now she's in this horrible place where nothing good happens and it's just misery and darkness and she's just going into a really bad place. She's totally spiraling. She's thinking that Amarantha's going to win. She's going to die. Tamlin's going to be trapped forever, etc. So she then feels a ripple in the darkness and Rhysand's voice saying, still weeping? You've just beaten her second task. Tears are unnecessary. Vera just cries harder and he laughs at her. And then he kneels before her, grabs her wrists, take her, takes her hands away from her face. And she's squirming, but he's holding her. And he, like, <laughs> licks away her tears. Or one tear or something. He licks her face. No, he does one tear and then he does it again and again and <laughs> again until finally she pushes him off of her. Yeah, she jerks back and he smirks and says, I figured that would get you to stop crying. And she's like, because it was so disgusting. Yeah. But he's like, I don't remember his exact line, but he's like, basically like, really? Because he's like connected to her mm-hmm. through this eye in her hand. He's like, he's like, because something deep, deep down might have felt another kind of feeling. Yeah. He says, really? I could have sworn I felt something differently. Interesting. Oh, oh my gosh. Literally so freaking nasty. Did not find that hot at all. But. I think it's funny that he could tell that she kind of liked it. A part of her, a very small part of her. Yeah. 
it's like I mean she hasn't had even human contact in a while so then yeah. he just fully in her face licks her it's just <laughs> that is not cute no but it also it confirms that he can fully like they are fully connected emotionally yeah. somehow yeah you know what I mean through this bargain that they made love triangle love triangle well Farah hates this she says it's bad enough that he has me a week every month but to have this bond where he can freely feel her emotions and get her thoughts it really sucks well it makes you feel so exposed and vulnerable right so she tells him to get out and he says as usual your gratitude is overwhelming that's my favorite line. <laughs> like, as usual, your gratitude is overwhelming. And he, like, rolls eyes. <laughs> I can't wait to see this, like, live action. I know. I just too. want it to be word for word. <laughs> <laughs> and he also says, who would have thought the self-righteous human girl couldn't read? Low blow. This yeah. pisses favorite off. And she tells him to keep his mouth shut about it. And he says, Me? I wouldn't dream of telling anyone. Why waste that kind of knowledge on petty gossip? <laughs> so, kind AKA, of... AKA, can and will be used against you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so she tells him he's a disgusting bastard, and he says, hmm, I wonder if this is the kind of flattery that won Tamlin's heart. She, he I says, like that I'll line. have to ask Tamlin if yeah. this is the kind of flattery that won his heart. I love that. I like that Because line. it's also not only, like, poking fun at that or being sarcastic about how she's talking to him but also poking of like yeah i could i can go talk to tamlin you can't you know yeah and um reese tells her he will spare her of her escort duties the next day because of what bad shape she's in but the night after he expects her there and he starts to leave her cell but says i've been thinking of ways to torment you when when you come to my court I'm wondering, will assigning you to learn to read be as painful as it looked today? And then he vanishes. And Vera's oh. pissed. <laughs> Such a little bully. And I, I wrote, like, God, it, he just ruins any bit of ground he gains when he's helping her yeah. with these moments in her cell. Yeah. Like, he, anytime I'm like, oh, my God, Rhysand's so funny. Like, I kind of like him. And then he just, like says shit or crosses the line then i'm like oh it's like such a love hate relationship right i mean the learning to read would be useful honestly <laughs> <laughs> um but it is i mean obviously knowing that she's illiterate she's insecure about it it almost killed her today not the best thing to say but um on some level being as pissed off as she is right now is better than where she was at emotionally 10 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. And that's actually the last sentence of the chapter, which is, it took me a long while to realize that Resand, whether he knew it or not, had effectively kept me from shattering completely. So at least he gave her a distraction. Mm-hmm. While she's not feeling positive emotions, it she's took her out of a spiraling. really dark place yeah. she was about to go to. So that was chapter 40. second task really came and went yeah it was it was a quick one it was really quick okay so chapter 41 this chapter opens and we thought maybe Farah was recovered from the second task she's not she's in a really bad place and I just need to say Izzy I don't know how deep your notes went in into the part of this this chapter that 
we might have learned some information, but I'm going to need you to go slow and as deep as possible because I want to make sure I really grasped <laughs> all the information we got. Okay. Because I was very much like reading it and I'm like, it, is it saying what I think they're saying or they're referring to the things I think they're referring to? So like. Which part? Like when they're walking to go dress her. Oh, okay. 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 So. Will do. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So Feyre's in a really bad place emotionally. She says a permanent darkness has settled over her and she begins to look forward to when Reese gives her the blackout juice. Yeah, so that, that she she's can, in a deep, deep depression. Yeah, just so she can turn her brain off. Yeah. That's what she looks forward Drinking to. Drinking away her is, sorrows. Is getting drugged. Yeah. yeah. So that's really, that's really dark. And the, the reason for this I mean, depression, besides the obvious is that she can just tell in her bones that the third task is going to kill her because she knows somehow there's no way, there's no way that Amarantha is letting her leave this place alive. Yeah. And on top of that, she's losing sight of her purpose because she's fighting so hard for a future with Tamlin, but he doesn't age. So she's thinking about how she's fighting for a few decades together which is just a flash in time for him. And that's yeah. depressing. That's depressing. It's also like it's been longer and longer since she's like felt that connection from him. And like it's getting that light that it brought in her life is dimmer. Like it, it's more of a memory. And um, like it's now been over two months. Yeah. Since they've really connected. Yeah. And she's getting the shit beat out of her mm -hmm. mentally, emotionally, and physically. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to just like hold on to a memory that's over two months old now. Yeah. Um, for with, and then that is like snowballed by I'm fighting for a few decades, like mm -hmm. the rest of my life, of which a lot of I will be a lot older than him yeah it's and he'll yeah. live a whole life after her yeah so that's depressing for sure for sure so she says she greedily drinks the wine and stops caring about who she was and what matters to her she stops thinking about color light about the green in tamlin's eyes about all the things she used to want to paint and now would never get to because she won't be leaving this mountain alive Deep, deep depression. <laughs> Bad place. Bad place. So flash forward, she's walking one night to her dressing room with Rhysand's servants when she hears the adder from approaching behind. And her escorts pull her into an alcove hidden from view. And she can hear the adder speaking to someone or something. And it says, yes, good. She will be most pleased to hear that they're ready at last. And there's a second voice asking if the High Lords will contribute their forces. And the Adder says the High Lords will do what she tells them. The non-Adder voice says it heard talk from the soldiers in Highburn that the king is not pleased regarding the situation with Feyre, that Amarantha made a fool's bargain, and apparently he's mad because 
He thinks she cost him the war last time because of this Jurian situation distracting her. And if she messes up this time, he won't be very willing to forgive her. And that same voice says, Stealing his spells and taking a territory for her own is one thing, but failure to aid in his cause is another. Okay, okay. So at first in the beginning, when they were talking about the High Lords being ready, I was thinking that I was like, it's Feyre going to have to fight all seven High Lords right now for the third time? <laughs> like, what the fuck? But, <laughs> but now, now in, in the moment, I didn't really think that either. I was just like very confused. But now you saying it a little slower. So it sounds like she's preparing the High Lords to have to fight. And he's saying the High Lords will be ready. They're going, you know, she's, they're going to do whatever she says. And they say she's going to have to fight and their courts are going to have to fight that they're going to have to fight. So it sounds like King Highburn is planning a war against the humans again. And, but they need the High Lords and all their courts to fight alongside. They can't have this, like, some of them defending the human shit again. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, and he's saying Amarantha, they'll do whatever Amarantha says. And then the king is saying this stupid little deal mm-hmm. that she made with Feyre is a fool's deal because if Feyre succeeds, they lose Tamlin, one of the strongest high lords. And he's like, basically like, trust Amarantha, she's not... The adder is saying, yes, trust Amarantha. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't heard much about Hybrid in a while, but we know she's, Amarantha is his general and fought as his general in the first war. And the Hybern is not in Prithian. He's in Hybern, but clearly he's monitoring the situation. So I kind of thought once Amarantha had her own established land, she was kind of like, F you, Hybern, King of Hybern, like, I own all this shit now, but it sounds like she's still under, at least under the guise to the King of Highburn that I'm doing this to further your motives and still kind of working for him. Right. Cause there's somewhat aligned. She just went to, I mean, she came to Prithian because Prithian, you know, has human lands at the bottom and is in the way of getting to the rest of the human lands. She came to Prithian under the, under his instruction in the first place and her, her purpose was to get better access for the human lands. So she has done that, but she's also established herself as, you know, this queen basically, which is not the plan. Like it's not, he's not, he didn't give her Prithian. He wasn't sending her there to, so he's still like, well, now Prithian's mine and we are now still on plan to, you know, Take attack the human realm. Right. I think, yeah, but I think in my head, when she, when we learned about that earlier in my head, he was like, WTF, Amarantha, mm-hmm. like, were, I thought he, he was now an enemy of Amarantha as well. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like they're still semi-aligned. Like, he's kind of, like, frustrated or eye-roll at the extra thing that she did, but they're still aligned. Right. And now they have this plan to get all the High Lords on their side to take over Human Realm. Right. It's like he hasn't, she hasn't directly gone against him. But he's very much like, okay, the time is now. I'm cashing in the fact that you still work for me. Yeah. I'm making sure nothing goes 
awry, like in the war when you got all crazy with Jurian and distracted, probably just torturing him and lost sight of the actually yeah. you know, directing the armies and whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that, okay, that clicked a lot better. Right. Thank you. Right. Continue. So that he's not happy with her, but he's still on the mission to take back the human lands and is, you know. Expects Amarantha expects. to still stay focused on that goal. Yep. To fall in line. Mm-hmm. But it's, he, he's like annoyed with this little side deal because he's like, it's if like, you lose freaking Tamlin. Right. It's against the plan. He's like, what's the point? Yeah. Like, what is the point of this bargain that you're making just to play some game? Yeah. Yeah. So yes. the. Yeah. So the Adder says Amarantha will let the High Lords claw at hope, meaning I assume the High Lords having hope with this Feyre situation mm-hmm. and the three tasks. But once that hope is shattered, they are her beautifully broken minions. And that's the end of that conversation. So then she goes to the party, blacks out again, blah, blah, blah. Days go by, more of the same. Feyre is still just in her cell. Again, really bad place mentally. But she hears vaguely a noise coming from somewhere, and she realizes there's music playing somewhere above her cell, and it's actually beautiful music, and she describes it so vividly. I mean, she's an artist, so she already like deeply appreciates like, art music, but she hasn't had exposure to anything beautiful, positive, or just good, or even not awful yeah. in almost three months. So hearing music almost gives her this like out-of-body experience of being free from under this mountain, gives her the first feeling of like, I don't know about joy, but like freedom from horror and fear for 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 the first time in a long time. And it moves her so much she starts weeping again. And this also helps her remember her purpose. She says, the music was Tamlin's fingers strumming my body. It was the gold in his eyes, the twist of his smile. It was that breathy chuckle, the way he said those three words. It was this I was fighting for, this I had sworn to save. Okay, so I wrote this before. I'm going to go back into my pre-chapter 42 body. Okay. And mind. Yep, tell us what you were thinking. And relay what I was thinking this time. I hope it was Tamlin. I hope it was Tamlin playing that music to send her a message of hope and and high spirits because I was getting annoyed by his lack of help. Like I know I know Amarantha keeps him close, but if Reese can do all that he's been doing, like he comes to her cell all the time. He takes her out all the time. He takes her out. Like he does. <laughs> he does. He does all of these things and gets away with it. Even Lucian comes and stops in only twice, but still, mm-hmm. Tamlin can do a little thing. Like him, her, and Amarantha have already made this deal. Like, okay, so Tamlin's thing is per Lucian. That he doesn't want to give Amarantha any satisfaction, anything like he's not showing any emotion because he she doesn't want him. She doesn't he doesn't want her to get any satisfaction out of like seeing him in pain over this. Mm -hmm. But it's like, who cares at this point? The deal's the deal. You're free if she passes. You're you're not if she doesn't. And so it's like. Who cares at this point? Like give Feyre what she needs 
to be successful here. Like yeah. she needs connection right. and support. And I just like I'm so frustrated that he can't just like even like give her a fucking head nod. Yeah. Or or like mouth some words to her. Like Amarantha doesn't even need to notice. Yeah. But if he can just like show any little tiny bit of like I'm rooting for you and I love you and like I'm fucking pissed you signed up for this deal but we're going to be worth it kind of thing. Yeah. Like it would go miles for her. Q chapter 42. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> like it's like you know, say he is constantly being watched by Amarantha or she's given him a direct order that he can't go to Feyre's cell, which he would then, I guess, have to obey. Pass a note to Lucian. Pass it, like, just whisper to a servant. Tell tell another servant to tell Lucian that he needs to go to Feyre's cell and tell her that I love her and I'm rooting for her and I can't show it, but, you know, this is killing me watching her go through this. There's there has to be or like at the end of the first task when everyone's like cheering and very distracted yeah. by the task and she like looks at his eyes and nobody's fucking looking at him. Just like mouth the words. I love you. Like do something. Yeah. Like tap your heart. I don't fucking know. Do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we don't know. Maybe he did send this music. We don't know. Um, but it helped. Yeah. Is what we know. Yeah. It helped a lot. She and has yeah. her purpose back. I wrote out this whole rant. And then, <laughs> and then the very next chapter. Thank you, Tamlin, for doing something. No, but I'm on I'm on your side. I totally yeah. I totally get it. Um But yeah, we end this chapter with the music ending and Farah's looking at her tattoo in her cell and she thinks Two more days until my final trial. Just two more days, and then I would learn what the eddies of the cauldron had planned for me. Intense. Um, have you seen the movie Les Mis? Yeah. You know the song One Day More? That was, like, playing in my oh, head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. That is perfect. That is perfect. Yeah, but very ominous. Um, and then we get to chapter 42, which is what Sadie was just referring to. A lot happens here. So the chapter opens with Feyre saying, it was a party like any other, even if it would likely be my last. So, okay. So now it's the night before her third task. She's at the usual party. She hasn't been drugged yet. Feyre is off to the side, waiting for Reese to come get her. But she said he's preoccupied by some other woman Fay sitting on his lap okay (laughs) (laughs) and i just i just hate that i hate that he brings her there makes her wear basically nothing and then has another woman he's entertaining as well for some reason i just i don't like it i don't like it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i feel like he um yeah she was like i knew he would bore with her soon and wave me over so i was just waiting patiently just waiting for her duties yeah yeah so Feyre says i didn't bother to look at amarantha i was better off pretending she wasn't there lucian never spoke to me in public and tamlin it had become difficult to look at him in recent days because 
She just wants this done. She's accepted her fate. She thinks she's going to die. And she's tired of being a part of the game. Yeah. And she's so just numb to everything and is very zoned out. So she doesn't notice that someone is now standing beside her until she feels body heat and smells what she describes as a rain and earthy scent, which is Tamlin's signature. Tammy Tam. (laughs) And oh my God, they're next to each other. And he reaches out fingers to touch her. Like, literally, I was at my wit's end with this man. (laughs) Really, this chapter... (sighs) I mean, I can recap later, but I will just say it now because I've started. But, like, I was was losing my love for Tamlin. Mm -hmm. Like, I was getting so frustrated. I was falling into this game that Recent was doing, just like Feyre. And I was losing my love for Tamlin and her together. And then... Just when I was, I was literally at my wit's end. Like I hadn't ranted about this yet. And I was literally chapter 40, 41. I don't know what I was saying. 41. I ranted. I was like, I wrote out all this stuff. Like, cause I was just mad at him. I was at my wit's end. And it was like, he knew. (laughs) (laughs) He knew. And he came just when I was about to lose hope. He came over and, and gave, gave us. Uh, says in me and Feyre what we needed. (laughs) (laughs) He knows you so well, Sadie. (laughs) Yeah, he he, is next to her, closest they've been in three months, touches her fingers, and then he walks off. But he inclines his head so she knows he means for her to follow. And Feyre's heart is beating quickly because she knows Rhysand will come looking for her soon, but she follows... So that she can just get a moment alone with him. This is what she's been waiting for. Yeah. And she follows him through a door into a dark room. My heart was going faster than Pharaoh's. Like, for (laughs) sure. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is so stupid. So dangerous. Like, the hand touch was enough. We didn't. Like, I was like, what are you doing? Like, Pharaoh, you think you are stressed? Wrong. Sadie is stressed. (laughs) (laughs) yeah she follows him through a door into a dark room and she can't see anything but she feels him grab her kiss her and they don't even say anything to each other and the the minute i the immediate thing i thought of was the paint yeah (laughs) just don't like literally as they were walking in there in my head i was like just don't touch each other like you can even kiss maybe if you just like stand a foot away and kind of lean in but like do not touch each other just talk like Oh, my God, she's covered in paint. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They don't think that critically about the situation. Oh, my gosh. And she's like, finally, his hands deliver my body. And I'm like, the paint. (laughs) I can see Sadie's eyes just wide open right now. (laughs) She's even talking about I'm very animated. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Um, scared i'm scared for both of their safety right right um i mean i wrote so like they don't say anything they just start tearing each other's clothes hands all over each other's body and i wrote i'm stressed because when i was first reading this like i just knew in my bones that they were gonna get caught like no way they're gonna hook up 15 feet from a room full of fairies who can hear and smell things and like yeah and like 
get away with this. Even if they did, what, you're going to walk out of the room just her paint smeared it's all over him like we were doing nothing like what what did you think was gonna happen anyway (laughs) but then i was like also like will people be mad like would amaranth i mean yeah amaranth Amaranth would yeah yeah that's stupid all right well luckily amarantha (sighs) doesn't catch them but as they start getting especially hot and heavy sounds like her dress is a little bit off his belt is on the ground. Clothes are starting to be removed. They hear a cough. They hear a... <clears throat> <laughs> and it's Reese. I mean, I'm sure Reese felt her getting hot and heavy. Oh, God. I, didn't, I actually didn't think about that. <laughs> that he's like, yeah. what is that feeling? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but he says, shameful. Just shameful. <laughs> Ugh. And he says, Amarantha would be greatly aggrieved if she knew her little warrior was dallying with the human help. I wonder how she'll punish you. Or perhaps she'd stay true to habit and punish Lucian. Oof. And this makes Tamlin step away from Feyre. But still says nothing. And Rhys says, good. Glad to see you're being reasonable. Now be a clever high lord and buckle your belt and fix your clothes before you go out there. Which feels so degrading yeah. for Reese to be like, put your damn clothes on. Yeah. And Ugh. get it together. Yeah. I, again, it's like, one, I'm glad Resan found them because I know that he's not actually going to do anything because he needs Tan or Feyre to win. But at the same time, it's like in every scene where he's like, doing what I want him to do or he just like the he's so degrading he's so humiliating and yeah 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 um I mean first of all it like sucks to get caught in the act (laughs) but then also like to throw out these little punches and Tamlin is so powerful I mean he's a high lord too and Reese yes put your pants on yeah yeah oh gosh and I mean Feyre's horrified she's horrified that tamlin is just obeying you know like they got caught and reese is like stop collect yourselves and tamlin's just doing it. like she, she's horrified and reese says enjoy the party as tamlin starts leaving but tamlin quickly makes eye contact with Feyre, says i love you and i yeah, he well, he says it at a whisper, Izzy. You have to do it right. He's like, he gets all dressed, the paint is gone, and as he's walking out, he just looks at her and says, I love you. Okay. I'm sorry, my dramatic reading wasn't up to par. <laughs> <laughs> a whisper, okay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So now Reese and Feyre are alone in the room. But can I just say that moment, especially the I love you, it made me... It it reinvigorated me for the third task as well. Like okay. I, I you found your I, sense of I purpose. I too had a sense of purpose. Okay. I too felt, you know, more like I had a re- yeah, a purpose, just That's like good. ready to go, <laughs> hope, you know. I I love them. And so yeah, I'm very happy. Good. Okay. So you have been re energized. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> Feyre has two. So Reese laughs at Feyre and says, if you're that desperate for release, you should have asked me. <laughs> and Feyre 
says he's a pig. And then Reese walks over to her, where she is by the wall in this room, and pins her arms back and says, you're a fool. Because if Amarantha had found you in here with Tamlin, who she's still hoping to be her lover, yeah, she would have been furious. So they're in this dark room. He's pinning her against the wall. Feyre asks why he cares. And he says, why do I care? Um, and that feels like one of those things where it just feels like there's a lot of tension right now. She's like, why do you care? He's like, why do I care? As they're face to face against this wall. I don't know. I think that he was just kind of like, I think he's kind of like, Feyre, don't you freaking understand yeah. this is bigger than you and he's Tamlin. all he's all riled up right now yeah like, why does, do i care like <clears throat> yeah, yeah he's like are you freaking stupid like i do you think and we kind of learn more later but it's like he's just like this is not about you pharaoh this is not about tamlin this is not about you and tamlin this is so much bigger like are you actually so freaking stupid right it's like the message he was sending right he's yeah. he's pissed he's mad He's pinning her to the wall. He says, why do I care? And she sees his wings even flare out. So maybe they just, you know, appear when he's <laughs> yeah. getting animated about something. Yeah. But before he can continue on, his head snaps up. He, his wings disappear. He kisses her. But not, like, nicely. He just kind of shoves his mouth against her. Yeah. And then the, the door starts to open. But Feyre says, his tongue pried my mouth open, forcing himself into me, into the space where I could still taste Tamlin. Ugh. Ah. And she's trying to push him off, but he doesn't move. But again, the door has, the door pops open. Amarantha's in the doorway with Tamlin at her side. And... I wasn't that worried about Tamlin. Like, Feyre gets kind of anxious about it, but like, come on, he knows. He's smart. Right. Tamlin knows it's just Resand. Yeah. And he's probably mad at Resand, but he's definitely not mad at Tamra. Tamra. <laughs> Did you just make a couple names for them? <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I don't know what just happened there. He's definitely not mad at Feyre. What? Yeah, I just made it. I can't. That can't be their couple name though, because it's just a name. But what else would it be? Fayram? <laughs> <laughs> no. Tamlin. Phelan. Oh. Oh wait, prob- that's also a name. That's my cousin's name, Phelan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. We're done. We're done. <laughs> he knows it's not Feyre. Okay. Right. Anyway, but still, you know, it sucks. Well, you never know. You never really know. Like she could, you know, in her heart be like, he knows I wouldn't do that. But like you don't know for sure. It still sucks to see. For almost three months, he's been seeing her basically dance on him night after night. And now they're, you know, making out. But yeah, I'm sure he knows. But at the same time, I also was favorite be like, no, he like literally just attacked me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I'm not strong enough to push him off. But <laughs> I'm still so laughing about Tamara. Yeah. <laughs> it just came out so naturally. I know. I, I watched like, you say it and then you were going to keep going. And I was like, what? No, I saw. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> anyway. Um, but Amarantha laughs seeing this. And Reese finally lets Feyre go. 
And now a crowd of people have appeared in the doorway, which it looks like to them that Feyre and Reese have snuck in here to get it on because the paint is smudged all over her body. The paint on Tamlin's hands has disappeared from Reese, but now Reese has paint on his hands. Mm-hmm. And Amarantha says she knew it was only a matter of time, meaning that Feyre, you know, went against her love for Tamlin. Yeah. She says it's typical human trash with their inconsistent hearts. But also she doesn't totally look... She's laughing, but she also doesn't really look pleased. Yeah. Because Rhysand is also kind of hers. Yeah. And so it's not like she's loving this either. Yeah. But Feyre's just dying inside, wanting to explain herself. And then Reese grabs her arm, drags her back in front of everyone, and says... I'm tired of you for tonight. Go back to your cell. Which sucks. It looks like, you know, they were getting it on and then he's just, you know, using her, rejecting her and be like, oh, go yeah. back. I'm done. I'm, you're, you're boring now. Go, yeah. Leave. But I do think that. OK, so a couple of things. I obviously know recent only did that because he knew they were coming. Yeah. Like that was very clear to me. Two. I think. That throwing her back to her cell was like a last ditch effort to be like, yeah, I actually didn't care about that. Like, okay, so he only kissed her because her paint was smeared and he needed it to look like he did it mm-hmm. uh, instead of someone else so that she wouldn't like ask any more questions. And then he's like, send her back to the cell to be like, yeah, but I'm just using her. I don't really care. But I think that was like an obvious last ditch effort. Like, I think Amarantha knew. New, yeah, not knew that it was Tamlin, but definitely thinks they have a relationship beyond what he tries to play it off as. And there was a third thing, but I can't remember. But so, yeah, I think Amarantha knew, and I think I was having the thoughts that Amarantha was gonna catch on just after the second task. But in that moment, I'm like, she freaking knows. And Resand is not going to be allowed to be at the event or, or at the third task or nobody's going to be allowed at the third task because one, Lucian kind of helped her in the first task. Resand kind of helped her in the third. Like, she's going to be on her own. And, yeah, I just think that Feyre and Tamlin honestly really screwed themselves. Yeah. It was it And Rhysand was just trying to fix it, but it was like, like I know that it's the night before the third task, but Tamlin, man. I know. You've come this far without giving anything and now you're just gonna I'm go. I'm not I'm not mad at Tamlin because I was begging for this, but the hand touching was enough. That was enough to give her what she needed. You know what I mean? Like that was all I was asking for. I didn't need you to fucking bang her in the closet. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I totally get what you mean. <laughs> yeah, so just uh, stupid. They really screwed themselves because I definitely think Amaranth is going to take Restand away as a resource. But we'll see. That's, that's a worrying thought. But Feyre's in her cell later and she hears footsteps. You know, she sits up. It's Reese again. And she's really not happy to see him he basically just assaulted her and then humiliated her in front of everyone yeah but he's actually not in a good state either 
his shirt's undone. He looks a little ragged. He runs a hand through his hair and then slumps onto the floor with her. Feyre's like, yes, can I help you? Like, what do you want? And he says, a moment of peace and quiet from this mess. And then he says, that damned bitch is running me ragged. You hate me. Imagine how you'd feel if I made you serve in my bedroom. I'm a high lord of the night court, not her harlot. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. I also, I mean, we knew that he was being called Amaranthus whore, but. I didn't know they were actually sleeping together. Right. And he's like forced to. Yeah. Which is, again, like, especially when he's like, I'm the high lord and I'm being just diminished to her horror like truly i feel so bad for him in this in this scene you know you go back and forth with if you like him or not but in this scene like there's so much humility and yeah anyway yeah and it gives a very very clear motive as to why he wants to rebel yeah. against her yeah very, like the line is now not blurry of if he was if he's like loyal to amarantha he hates her yeah <laughs> he hates from her. this and then like the the story he kind of gives next yeah so fair asks why he's telling her this because he you know just showed up in her cell and all of a sudden is giving her truth time like full honesty and he says because I'm tired and lonely and you're the only person I can talk to without putting myself at risk. And then he laughs and says, how absurd. A high lord of Prithian and, uh, but before he can finish, Fair's like, if you're going to insult me, you can just leave. <laughs> and Reese sighs and says, one wrong move tomorrow, Feyre, and we're all doomed. And Amarantha will rule forever. And then here we get some insight into Reese's whole plan. Yeah. Which answers some questions. Because favor is like, you know, even if I do free, if if somehow I win tomorrow, does that even solve anything? Like, will, can she just take Tamlin's powers back? Like, what, what is that really? Is there a loophole I'm not thinking of? But Reese says Tamlin won't be so easily tricked this time. And basically, Amarantha's only in power because she took all the power away from the High Lords, but she herself can't control it. So if Tamlin gets his power back, he would be able to take her out. Yeah. And that's why Reese has been doing all of this. So he's been working to piss Tamlin off so that the second Tamlin is free. If, With his like built up rage, right. he'll just go after Amarantha. Right. He'll be angry and powerful and destroy Amarantha in a second, which would therefore free Reese. Yeah. And even if was like, well, what if he just kills you too you know he's he's like you know i'm i'm walking a very thin line between pissing tamlin off by like making the bargain with you having your having favorite escort him every night but not actually doing anything to cross a line yeah so it's not like tamlin would attack him first like he has he, did, he, he knows doesn't... tamlin is smart enough to know that at the end of the day this all everything is because of amarantha Right. And he would go after Amarantha first, but he's also like trying to enrage him more and more through the acts that he's doing 
but he says like for example um he only touches like her hands wrists and waists so that he at least has some evidence to Tamlin of like hey I didn't cross a line right and so even you know when Reese has his powers back too Tamlin's not trying to wage a war on him right Reese is like I have a court I have people to think about yeah and there's nothing that I've done that's like unforgivable to yeah. you yeah and I think honestly like that was really nice to see that side of Resand, uh, because it like he's doing this for his people too. It's right. not for Resand, right? Although I will say he was like, you know, I would have liked to to, to do more, yeah, but I haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's thinking about the people, right? Right. You know, but um, because he doesn't want there to be a war then between spring and night, but it still leaves the question open of why he wants her to spend a week with him every month. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And get there in a minute. Feyre asks the same question. Um, So first Feyre asks why Amarantha has targeted Reese to be used in that way. And he's like, besides the fact that I am like so good looking. Um, (laughs) He like points to his face. He's like, you mean with the exception of this? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which I love. Um, But Reese tells her that his father is the one who killed Tamlin's family. Which Tamlin had just told Feyre it had been at the hands of an enemy court. But it was at the hands of Reese's court. A lot of bad dads around here. Really bad role models. Right really bad dads <laughs> and um remember that amarantha was buddy buddy with tamlin's dad so she now takes that out on reese by degrading him in yeah. this way and this is enough where pharaoh almost feels bad for him for this moment and reese says so here we are with the fate of our immortal world in the hands of an illiterate human. <laughs> <laughs> like every time he gets an inch, he just takes two steps back. And even with him saying this, Bayer doesn't get super mad because she was furious after what he did in the throne room. But since having this conversation is calming down in the sense that she realizes what he did is because, I mean, while she doesn't still trust his motives or appreciate his methods, she realizes that he has kept her alive. Yeah. Which means a lot. And Reese tells her he's told her too much, and if she was clever, she would find a way to use this against him. And Feyre asks a question, more of a statement, about the bargain that they made. And she says, when you healed my arm, you didn't need to bargain with me you could have just demanded every single week of the year every single week and I would have said yes because she knew she was dying she knew that was her only choice and the last and she also the motive is not just her being with Tamlin it's Tamlin also being free at this point so even if she she wanted to live so that even if she doesn't have a day alive that she spends with Tamlin at least she knows like he's safe yeah and she, yeah, she was going to die. He was her only choice. So he could have, she, you know, he started at two weeks. He didn't need to barter down. Yeah. So the last line of the chapter is, a half smile appeared on his sensuous lips. I know, he said, and vanished. 
And that's where we end chapter 42. Yeah, so we still don't have an answer of why that was what he wanted in exchange. Like, he could have just, if all he wanted was for Feyre to win and Tamlin to be free so that he then killed Amarantha and then and that um, Rhysand could be free, he didn't need to make a trade even. So I'm still like, why do you want that week? And we won't find that out for a little bit. So Until the next book? <laughs> Oh my god! And he wants us to take a break. <laughs> I was on board for the break. I think you I'm... suggested the break. <laughs> I am too invested now. <laughs> that was in the first like third of the book. I'm gonna have to where I was. Of... Where they were still trying to get Feyre to eat when I suggested that. <laughs> yeah, that was a whole plot line. Will she have dinner or won't she? <laughs> Um, speaking of that, now that we're at episode 11, only one left, I need to make my plan for the next book just to plan out how many episodes we're going to have because, man, that one's long and I feel like I could spend an hour talking about one chapter at a time. Oh but I- gosh, we have to do <laughs> minimum three. No, it will be minimum three, but I, I, I need to, I need to look at the chapters and make the breakdown and yeah. see where it makes sense to break off but oh man oh man it's gonna be so good and we're recording three times a week because i need (laughs) i need to read work is scaling back we'll figure it out i need to read i need it oh my gosh i might finish tonight i say that after every recording it's like i'm gonna do my chat my next reading tonight but damn those chapters were so good and i just know that so okay so i don't i i i have like a semi prediction that's not fully developed yet and it's like kind of hard to make the prediction without knowing because you just gain so much information every chapter right so i'm just like i don't know it's not fully formed and i don't actually know what's gonna happen we still have like three chapters right yeah this is good because i was gonna ask you your prediction for the final task but you kind of gave me that already yeah i think um okay so here's here's what i'm thinking so and i'll recap final task so how i think the book is going to end well i'm still kind of torn about that because if pharaoh wins and Tamlin is free, that means that he is going to kill Amarantha. But, like, she's not going to be gone. Because who would... Well, I guess the King of Highburn would be the villain next book. Okay, okay, I'm going to go with that. Okay, sorry. It's developing as I talk. So I think... um, I think that's why that little, that little thing with the Adder happened to, like, remind you of King Highburn because he's going to be the new villain. Okay, so... Feyre is about to do task three. She's either no one's allowed to watch or Resand and Lucian aren't allowed to be there or their powers are stripped or something to where they cannot help her. She's about to do the task mid task when she's like about to die and she's thinking about Tamlin and everything she's been through and blah, 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 blah. She's like, oh, my God, it's love. The answer to the riddle is love. And then that's the answer to the riddle. Everything ceases. She's free immediately. Tamlin's free immediately. He kills Amarantha. 
everyone's free. Yay, happy days. King of Highburn shows up. It reminds you, shit's not over. There's still a villain. And that's how the book ends. Book two. They're all back in their courts. They're living life, knowing another Blight on Magic is coming, a.k.a. King Highburn. And Feyre's doing her thing. She's spending three weeks with Tammy, one week with Reese. But as they, as she visits Reese, their relationship forms love triangle. <laughs> that's good. No, that's good. I, I mean, that's the plot, right? That's I, good. Nail on the head. That's good. <laughs> that's a good prediction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, anyway. So any um any blossoming theories? I love to- how you just like can have no comments. <laughs> I make this like super elaborate multi-book prediction. <laughs> and you're just like So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Inside though, you know. A lot of thoughts okay, in here. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait till Okay, yeah. Continue. Um well, any predictions on, I mean, you already said you don't know, but anything that's, you know, light bulbs going off as, as to why Reese wants the week with her in that you, you told me a beautiful story. Where does the, yeah, where I that don't really, in? I don't really get that because I don't think he like has interest in her. Like he definitely has interest in her, but I don't think romantically yet. Not at least seriously. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure. Still, I really, really, I have no idea. I'll ponder on it more tonight. But yeah, I don't know. Okay, text me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So you don't think, um, you don't think it's romantic. You think he will develop feelings for her though. Yeah. And I think he, he is interested in her. Right. Just like I've person. said, yeah, like, hmm, like um, maybe she is a little bit. One probably thinks she's she's sexy. Right. Like, I feel like he's like a kind <laughs> of like. That kind of guy, but but it's also like just still sees her as kind of less than. But that is slowly starting to go away. And he's like more and more interested in mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Otherwise. Well, we're so close. One more set of chapters and then a short break and then book two. Yeah. I'm so excited. So I guess that brings us to the end of our episode. Unless, Sadie, any other any other final predictions, any other thoughts going into episode 12? <laughs> Not really. I'm honestly, like, exhausted from all of the excitement and passion from this these three chapters so i have no more to give okay you gave a lot thank you You gave a lot (laughs) this was great thanks everyone for listening join us next episode for our our season finale on (laughs) a court of thorns and roses and see what sadie's gotten right and what she's gotten wrong and predictions for book two um and don't forget to follow us on instagram at gals on topic don't forget to subscribe on spotify on apple podcasts leave a five-star rating leave us a comment we love love getting comments and um tell a friend 
Yeah. Tell tell a friend who you know loves Akatar. I know everyone loves Akatar. I literally don't know a single person who is not reading these books. So yeah. tell someone else. And, like and the if they're not, like just get them onto the, it. Play the chapter or play the episode in the background. Get them invested. Yeah. Say something like, you know, the book starts off kind of slow, but there's this podcast where you can <laughs> listen to someone else experiencing that exact same feelings. And yeah. you can you can you know listen along, S- share some feelings with Sadie. You Get know, them on the journey to to shipping Tamra. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you next episode. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Oh.